Welcome to Beyond Synth. Please note, Beyond Synth is an explicit program and may contain inappropriate language. Listener discretion is strongly advised. Hey there, welcome to the show. My name is Andy Last and you are listening to Beyond Synth, episode 171. Isn't that right, Marco? It is, it is. How you going, Andy? Hey, everyone. I better turn off the heater. It's fucking freezing here, but I just realized it's going to make a bit of noise. So. Yeah, I've got a space heater next to me and it is... Uh, I wrote about this on Twitter yesterday because every this happens my whole life. Every single cable, power cable, I've ever dealt with in my life or usb cable or whatever is always short by like one foot oh don't you hate that shit oh but it always and even when yeah. i like plug in an extension cord so i had this the space heater and it was sitting on the floor and my desk is in this one side of the room and it's this big long extension cord and i'm like all right mm-hmm. i'm just gonna take the little space heater set it on my desk so i can point it right at me and then as i'm pulling it towards the table i'm like you're fucking kidding of course and of course it literally stops right in front of the table <laughs> so i had to get a stool and set it down like honestly that scene at the end of back to the future where uh doc brown is like hanging from the thing and then like he's trying to plug the two wires in and they're just too short oh that's right yes that's my life yeah and now it's just like a joke yeah that's fucked no no it is i hate that shit it's one of the things in life that fucking annoys you anyways look let's get the show started and listen to some music okay i'm gonna play a track by beckett because beckett has a thing on q is it called q rates or crates Oh, that's a good question. I always thought it was curates, but now that you mention it, it probably is curates. He's got uh, a, a, a vinyl that's on curates right now, and I think you need so many people to sign up to the thing mm-hmm. to get it started. I think that's the way curates works. Yep. Anyway, so look, we're going to listen to a track by Beckett, and then I'll uh, explain. So here is North Avenue from the album Five by Beckett. Thank you. 
And that was North Avenue, or Avenue, depending on how you say that word, by Beckett off the album Five, and that album is on Curates right now. Uh, He's trying to get a vinyl printed of the album Five. You go to Curates.com, and then there's Beckett. And what does it need? So it's crowdfunding. Oh, so that's what this is. So it's crowdfunding. Yeah. There's 39 days left. Uh, he needs 100 people to sign up to say, I guess, that they will buy it. Yeah, so- I think it's like a pre-order that once they get to 100, they'll start the production and, and, and put it out there. But I think once before, unless they get to 100, they don't, they don't want to do it or something like that. Right. Okay, that makes sense. So so everybody, go check out uh, Beckett on Q-Rates and, uh, and check it out because it'll be a cool vinyl. And that, of course, is brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters this month, of course. The king of the Pattersons is Chris Dance, who has kicked it up to 88 miles per hour. Or was it? <laughs> well, that's right, because he, uh, he he's given a very super pledge of uh, 88 bucks. And so Chris Dance is the king of the Pattersons. 1.21 gigawatts. Ooh, what the hell is a gigawatt? <laughs> that's all that matters. So Chris Dance, you're a cool guy. You know you're a cool guy, Chris Dance. And uh, thanks, Chris Dance, for, uh, for your support. And you know what? What? Fucking Jacob Wick's a cool guy, too. Mm, he sure is. Thanks, Jacob Wick. <laughs> I love all these people who support the show. It, it's it's really uh, brings a tear to my eye sometimes, but I don't like to reveal that part of myself. So we'll just pretend I just sit here just fucking counting all this money like a drug dealer. <laughs> well, it was nice last week, actually, because he did the video show, and uh, you got a lot of call-ins, and it was nice to see some of your uh, supporters actually see their face. And hear him talking. It was a really, uh, it was quite successful. I thought. Yeah, I'm going to do more. So for people wondering why there wasn't a Beyond Synth last week, and don't pay attention to my social media accounts, which you should uh, at Andy Last on Twitter or on YouTube Beyond Synth Podcast. We did a live stream on Twitch and YouTube, and I did it for six hours, and it was a call-in show, and people called in, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And I'm, we're going to do more. I don't think I'll do six-hour ones all the time. Mm-hmm. I would love to do a weekly call-in show, even if it was just like two hours long. That'd be cool. Pick a day of the week, like a Wednesday or something, where can, you know I'll do like a call-in show at lunchtime, and then people can call the show, because so many people were calling at one point that it fucking like crashed my Skype, <laughs> because all the calls were happening at the same time, and then Skype wouldn't allow me to close the windows and just pick one of the callers like because there's too many at the same time so but it was fun like it was cool and i think uh, i think people enjoyed it so i love it when people just all call at the same time without asking to call or, or letting you know first or andy is it all right to call and just when i was living in australia i because all the interviews i did i had a lot of uh you know as i'm sure you do a lot of um friends on skype i used to get people ringing all at all hours in the morning because i forget to turn yeah. off skype <laughs> especially you andy you're ringing me at like four in the morning i'm like what the fuck do you want it's like it's all right man I'll go like I'll, I'll shut it off I'll go for fuck's sakes and then and I'll message you in the morning and go man did you rang me everything alright dude are you okay and you're like oh no I just wanted to test something <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> that's the thing I always wanted like there's a few people who like I just have something I always need to test and I've yeah. got like a few people on my short list of people I test stuff with Yeah, that's my thing <laughs> well look dude do you want to play me a song oh yes I do indeed I do I'm glad that you asked I've got a really good album that came out it's probably more of an EP I don't know it's five tracks but they're very long tracks uh, the majority of them it was actually Jeff aka Ninja 
Ginger Warrior that put me onto this album, and I absolutely love it. Uh, it came out earlier this year. It's called Porn Waves by Emio and Memorex. It's available at pornwaves.bandcamp.com. It's got some really cool-looking vinyl if you're into that sort of thing, and I love the artwork. Uh, the track that I want to play off it is rather a long one, but it's worth it, trust me. The track is called Soda Pop, just for you, Andy, because I know you love the soda pop. Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> Thank you. 
was Soda Pop by M-E-O and Memorex. I hope we're saying that correctly. It might be Mio. Beats me. Or M-E-O. Let me know, guys. That's from the album Porn Wave, Marco's pick of the week. And that song was long. Yes. But... It was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. Of course, there's Clint Dowling. There's Action Jackson, who has upgraded his support. All right, thanks, dude. Ooh, I love Action Jackson. Love his music. Yeah, no, he's a cool guy. Maybe I should, uh, I'll have him on the show next season. You should. I try. I used to hassle him all the time to get on the show, but apparently his English isn't the best, so I was a little bit awkward to do it, but uh, he's, he's, his music's brilliant. We'll just do the show in German. I'll just say nine the whole time. <laughs> nine! Nine! <laughs> Fräulein! <laughs> <laughs> Scheiße! Scheiße! <laughs> uh, is there any other words I know? I think that's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. That's all, that's all the German you need to know. And then, of course, there's uh, Chris Williams, the king of cyber services mike shima and joey and kendra had a baby so congratulations joey and kendra oh congratulations <laughs> so hopefully you guys are gonna be able to get some sleep babies keep you awake i'm going on what seven years now of not sleeping an evening so uh look forward to that it's a lot of fun <laughs> that's that's all i know about having kids you know, it's about, like, isn't there an upside <laughs> i don't know how kids do it but they'll crawl like so my daughter's in the phase now where you put her to bed everything's fine and then at like two in the morning like our door will just like get kicked open and then like she just walks in mm -hmm. and then uh, climbs up onto the bed and then will just like scissor kick me in the crotch Aww. and somehow kids have like hmm. a sixth sense for knowing like even when they're sleeping you can almost see she raises her foot directly in the air and then starts to reposition it what? just <laughs> just so she can then fucking do like just like a downward kick like right in the Gosh. and then i just leave and i go sleep on the couch or whatever <laughs> so cute to leave <laughs> that's what that's what having kids is all about well congratulations guys yeah well done guys you gotta uh Make some... Well, I guess they don't really eat food. I was going to start talking about making pablum, but you don't have to worry about that for like six months when they start eating the solid stuff. I actually like baby food. Baby food's actually quite nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you tried it when you've given it... You've tried it, haven't you? It's pretty good, man. <laughs> what I did um, for my son is I just made stuff. Like, I would just boil carrots and peas and... Boring. <laughs> but I made it. I blended it up. I liked it. Like, making it nice and smooth and mm -hmm. uh, and I put in these little cup things that we put in the freezer so we could, like, reheat them. And they liked it? I was gonna say there are no complaints, but I think there clearly were complaints because he used to spit the food out and throw it around, so... Oh, they get violent, don't they? They just fucking throw it. They don't yeah. like it. It's just like, no, fuck it. I'm not having any of this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could do that. I'm out at a restaurant and it's like, what the fuck is this? You just throw the fucking steak out or something, you know. Yeah. <laughs> this is cooked properly. <laughs> I forgot to explain what the show is. So today on the show is Euless. So I'm going to be talking to him later in the show. That's Greg Smith. And then we're going to do a quick call with Retro Revolutions because we haven't talked to him in a few weeks, Jared. All right. And um, we're also going to do some uh, What You Playing, Dan's with uh, Computer Magic. So it'll be a nice, big, long show, especially if we're playing 11-minute awesome. tracks. Yeah, well, I'm only playing one this week, so I wanted to make the most of it. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking it's of which, love that. let's uh, listen to some more music. So right. uh, Lucas Ceballos... 
who is a $25 uh, patron and the only one who ever takes advantage of the fact that $25 patrons on Beyond Synth get to request a song. Do I say every four episodes or once a month? I forget. Anyway, uh, they get a monthly song that they can request. And he has chosen this month. Lucas's pick is FM84 uh, with the track Don't Want to Change Your Mind featuring Ollie Ride. So we're going to listen to that because that's Lucas's pick. And of course, if you want to support Beyond Synth like all these awesome people who I've mentioned, uh, go to patreon.com slash beyond synth and you can, uh, you know, do song recommend. Is it called recommend? No, it's it's requests. Request. Requests Songs is a word I'm thinking. Yeah. That's right. That's the word I'm looking for. Anyways, look, here is FM 84. Don't want to change your mind. And it is featuring Ollie Ride, although they did just officially announce that Ollie Ride is just in FM 84 now. Oh, really? Are they yeah. just like, wow, that's so cool. I didn't know that. Makes sense. but Yeah, so it's good stuff. So let's listen. It's not too black of a feeling That my head's against the wall Convince me that I'm dreaming And you're waiting by the
Wade, and that was Don't Wanna Change Your Mind, featuring Ollie Ride by FM84. And as we just established, Ollie Ride is just in FM84 now, which is great because he's cool and uh, they make a good pair. That's right. You heard it first on... Well, I, <laughs> you, you heard it first here or from <laughs> FM84 when Colin announced it. No, you heard it first here on yeah. Beyond Suits. Yeah. <laughs> Keeping it 80s. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, and that was uh, Lucas Ceballos' pick for the month. Uh, and that is a perk of all $25 Beyond Synth patrons. And Lucas is the only one who ever takes advantage of it. But you're all welcome to. And of course, uh, that was also brought to you by my other awesome uh, Patreon supporters in the $25 Club. There's Christian James, Emilio Astevez, and Gregorio Franco. All awesome people. So how about this? Yeah. I'm going to go and chat with uh, Jared from Retro Revolutions, and then I'll come back to you when, when we're done. Alrighty, sounds good. Alright, and it's time for a retro few minutes with Jared. Hey, Jared, how's it going? Hey, good, buddy. What's happening? How you been? Uh, yeah, flat out. Uh, really ridiculously flat out, actually. I mean, Working on quite a few projects. What does that mean, flat out? Is that an expression for tired? Stretched at both ends, like I'm just non-stop, go, go, go. So last time we talked, I think you were going to PAX in Australia, right? So like, how did that go? Oh, it was absolutely incredible. Uh, a few thousand people coming and playing on this system I built for this Atari recently. Mm-hmm. Met some amazing people, actually. It was really, really good. They're guy who has the biggest game collection in the world came over and took me for a tour of his game room um it's called the last gamer he literally just has 15 or 16 complete collections of games and everything it was like um four or five blockbuster video buildings all bolted together just full of video games on shelves it was insane yeah (laughs) (laughs) so how was the uh how long were you there because you're in new zealand right so you had to go back to the to the motherland, your motherland. Yeah, that's right. I did. Uh, I did about six days up there, and I actually caught up with a friend of mine called Dreamfeed. Yep, he makes cool music. Yeah, yeah. Stayed over with him and took him to packs with us, so we had a good look around and looked at doing a cool project together. So it was quite interesting, actually. This was the Atari you built that we've talked about before. Mm-hmm. So, like, how long was it actually on display for? Like, does packs go on for that many days, or was it just like two or three? Three days. So it's a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It was on for the whole time. And people were allowed to play it? Yep, yep. Did it break or anything? No, that's. Uh, there was a really good article on that from the people who run PAX, and they'd um, done a write-up on it, and that was one of the things they were praising was the durability of it because kids were just, like, picking it up and smashing the controller down and coke and all sorts of stickiness <laughs> and crap was getting all over it. it was <laughs> but wouldn't you be, like, nervous? I, I feel like I'd be... Uh nervous like if i you know like the things on display and if i passed by the booth and saw some kid like smashing the controller i'd want to run over there and like throttle them yeah it was um it was like watching a child get beaten up i guess in the schoolyard <laughs> <laughs> but that's good that it that lived that proves the uh the handiwork of jared yeah <laughs> <Thank> <laughs> <laughs> it was um, pretty enjoyable. It's my first gaming convention ever, so I really, really enjoyed it, to be honest. I thought I would actually hate it, because I'm not a big big fan of massive groups of people in one area. So, well, who yeah. is, man? I mean, like, I don't like it either. Yeah, no, no. But, and that food, man, it was awful. It was just, like, 
You'd pay like 10 bucks for like cold off chips, man. It wasn't good. <laughs> Fried, you guys call them over there, maybe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jay and I were getting quite broke towards the end of the trip, so we're like, you know what? Oh, fuck it. We'll, we'll head. There's a casino next door. So we're like, we'll go into the casino. So I go put $20 down on the roulette table, and we're like, yes, and we win. <laughs> and then, you know, the old story, like, we go buy a round of drinks, and we're like, let's do it again, and we win. And then we like we kept winning, and we're like, all right. So we're just gonna throw it all on, and we lost everything. So then we went home. <laughs> yeah, that's the best thing to do when you're low on money is to go to a casino. Yeah, well, it was. I guess it was an exciting rush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, look, we'll uh, we'll catch up with you next week. But we got to run. But I know you got some cool projects uh, in the works. So we'll be talking about those in the in the coming weeks, man. Yeah, man. Just uh, just released the Midnight Game Boy one, so you'd be able to see that up there at the moment. We're working on finishing it off. Cool, man. Yeah, we'll talk about that. In a bit more detail uh, uh, next time, but people should go to Retro Revolutions on YouTube and check out the video, part one of the uh, the the Midnight Game Boy build. Right? Yeah. Thanks, man. Cool, dude. Have a good one. All right, buddy. Cheers. And that was uh, Retro Few Minutes with Jared. Always good catching up with him. You can always check out Retro Revolutions at Retro Revolutions on YouTube and Retro Faith Games on Twitter and Retro underscore Revolutions on Instagram. And that, of course, was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters. Uh, in the $15 club, there's Ken Giroux, Hampus ML, and Chatterack with the $14.95. The Scarlet Pimpernel. <laughs> or whoever. What? What is that character called? Is that it? The Scarlet Pimpernel? Scarlet Pumpernickel? Who? The fucking, uh, he's like a masked vigilante, but in like the old times. Pimpernel, isn't it? I have no idea, to be honest. The Scarlet, hold on. <laughs> so, Scar- I'll look it up, mate. I'm your technical guy, I'll look it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. the Scarlet Pimpernel, that's what he's called. Pimpernel, yeah. <laughs> I gotta look him, I gotta check him out now. Who the fuck is that? He's like Batman, but with a much less cool name. With one of those fake wigs, those weird wigs from the... Yeah. <laughs> but look, uh, let's listen to a track, and then we'll uh, we'll come back and chat some more. Okay, this is one by Mind Machine, and this is one of those acts that does like some genuine-sounding kind of new wave mm-hmm. uh, music, so I always dig uh, listening to artists who do this kind of stuff. This is Mind Machine with the track We Keep Walking.
And that was We Keep Walking by Mind Machine. Some nice, genuine, sort of mm. new wave sounds coming from there. And that, of course, was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters. There's Pattern Shift. Uh, he's a cool guy. We'll be talking to him uh, later in the season. And, of course, we will never forget uh, the immortal Chris Elia Lane. And then there's Adam Force, who uh, sent me some stickers. Right? Yeah, he sent me some too. There, he looks really good. He's a nice guy. I feel like I brought that up like ten times now. Have you? I didn't hear it. Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, uh, Sebastian Anti is also a cool guy. So you are, of course, experiencing winter for the first time. Yeah. Well, we got like we're getting a foot of snow today. They're expecting a foot of snow, which is kind of scary from what everyone's telling me. I, this is all new to me. I don't even know what that means. I mean, I know how much a foot is, but that's supposed to be a lot, especially before Thanksgiving. Um, we're out in the country and everything. I'm just looking out the window now and like the roads are just covered in snow. It's pretty intense. Uh, I've been playing. I love the snow, so I've been playing outside in the snow a lot and I think I'm getting sick, so I've got to take it easy <laughs> with that shit. Uh, <laughs> be running around in my underwear and say, it's fucking cool though. I want to actually, you know what? I've never done. I want to dive. Like, I'm, so I'm, it's going to be a foot of snow. Hopefully it'll be enough. I can just dive into the snow, mm. you know, and like, I've seen videos of it, so I always wanted to do that and build a snowman and all this stuff. So it's really kind of cool, you know, but I'm staying in today. I'm not doing anything after this. I'm just going to... Uh, it's going to be a day of video games, movies. This is great, man. The snow days are great. <laughs> yeah, I, I enjoyed winter a lot more when I was a kid. Mm. I think, like, as an adult... I'll tell you what I like the best, and you'll sort of experience that, because I think you're in a sort of similar weather zone than I am. Yeah. There's going to be days that are just so cold, they're annoying. Like, where the wind actually, like, sort of eats at your face. Yeah. You know, you get all red, and, like, you just... it's You get inside, and your hands are so cold that you can't even, like, move them properly. Like, that was the thing I used to have when I was a kid. I'd come inside from playing out in the snow, and I actually couldn't really play video games properly for a little while because your fingers are all, like, puffy and frozen. Or that cold. But there's these great days that where it just goes, like, negative one. Uh-huh. Just cold enough to maintain the snow, and there's light, fluffy snow falling. This usually happens sometime near Christmas. It's very peaceful, and, and it, all of a sudden it gets very quiet. You can just kind of hear, like, a light breeze, and, it's, and you're not too cold, and you can just sort of stand out there. Those are the best winter times. Like, that's my favorite sort of thing. Right. And sometimes even the sky is, like, kind of reddish color. Yeah. That's my favorite. Some people say that, like, there's a lot of snow on the ground, but you get, like, a warm day, and it's actually not too bad being out, but there's still heaps of snow, you know? And it doesn't melt, but it's it's just yeah. right. The worst is slush yeah. and the fucking dirty snow. So, like, slush is the fucking garbage. Yeah. But I don't think you'll experience too much, because I know you guys are kind of out in the country, right? Well, I think we will experience some slush. I mean, it's muddy and shit as it is right now. I gotta like wear boots to get to the car and then if I wanna wear like if I wanna go to the gym and then I have to change my boot like it's just fucked up. Gets all in your car it's it's everywhere. Yeah, so, but slush is more of like an urban thing. I have experienced a little bit of it in New York City but still not not as bad as what it's yeah. But whatever, man. Look, the bottom line is... What is the bottom line? Good question. Fucking... As long as we're all having fun? Is yeah, it, yeah, yeah. Is something <laughs> like that? <laughs> <laughs> all right, look. I want to listen to another song. Okay. Uh, he's been a patron for a while, and I thought I would uh, play one of his tracks because it's fun. This is Emilio Astavez with the track Fat Bottoms Up, which is a great title. <laughs> Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
And that was Fat Bottoms Up by Emilio Astavez. A nice, funky track. And that, of course, uh, was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters. Uh, in the $10 Club, there's Fraser Davidson, Elias Garnier, Digital Dreams, Justin Armour, Polly Digital, Sarah Buchelman, Mads Baron Christensen, and Andrew Benson. And before I get too carried away, uh, we got to do a... Um, there's been some uh, some new Patreon activity, so I thought I would uh, throw to that. And let's, uh, let's acknowledge some of the new patrons. There's a lot of Patreon talk today, but look, Patreon is the way that people keep this show going and supporting the program. So if you enjoy the show, uh, you know, do the do, man. But look, we had some new Patreon activity since the last show. So first off, Zayon B has upgraded his support. That's right, Zayon B is now a triple six donation of the Beast guy. Wait, did I already do this one? Ah, who cares? I'm doing it again. So. <laughs> Thanks, Zayon B. You are evil. And every few weeks when the blood moon rises, you hear all the people who donate triple six. And a new pledge from Luke Jackson. Nice $5 pledge. Thanks, buddy. We got a new donor, 653 to midnight. Thank you, 653 to midnight for supporting the show. You're cool. And then there's a new $5 donor, Betadine. Betadine sounds cool. Sounds like uh, an evil company of some kind that uh, makes robots because it sounds like... uh, What's the company in Terminator? Why am I forgetting? Cyberdyne. Cyberdyne. Yeah, it's the dyne. Jesus, Andy. Fuck me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, thanks, Betadyne. And uh, new donor this month, Silent H. Thanks, Silent H. You're cool. All these cool people. And then a new donor, Eric Mendoza. Thanks, Eric Mendoza. You're a cool guy. Um, what else? And then, of course, I already mentioned it earlier that Action Jackson has upgraded his support. And he's now in the $25 club. And another donation of the Beast donor. So R. Valentine is another triple six threat. So listen. You're a cool guy, R. Valentine, and don't you forget about it, and none of you will, because when the blood moon rises, you're going to hear all these people's names again, and I appreciate their support. So thank you all very much, everybody. I mean it from the bottom of my heart to the... To the bottom of somebody else's heart. What? Yeah, I don't know. (laughs) The point is, I want to thank everybody for supporting Beyond Synth. You guys are really cool and uh, obviously uh, cool. So look, Marco. Yes. Yes. So you've got this snow. You've, do you have any, like, uh, hot plans for the week? I really don't, dude. Uh, I was going to go out looking for work, actually, but I think I'm going to cancel for the next couple of days. Uh, I'm playing video games and stuff and watching movies. That's really it. I just finished watching The Haunting, which was a bit disappointing. Uh, Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. But I, I finally got a PlayStation. I, I'm really hanging to play some Red Dead. I can't wait. That would be, like, my first priority is to get Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then you won't hear from me. Then I'm not recording any more shit for weeks, okay? Then you can forget about it Yeah. <laughs> once I get that. Well, you know... We're, We'll be we'll be going on holiday at Christmas time, so you'll have uh, mm. plenty of time in there to fucking game. Just relax. Um, but look, 
I want to listen to another song, and then we're going to chat with uh, Computer Magic about games. Exciting. Because that's uh, something that we do here. So here <laughs> is a track. This is a track by Jax's from the album Outnumbered, and uh, this is called Missing Part by Jax's.
And that was Jax's, and that's like J A double X apostrophe S from the album Outnumbered. Uh, with the track Missing Part. And of course, you know, you can check out all the artist links because I post them in the uh, more info section of the show. So if you're on SoundCloud or if you listen on YouTube, just uh, click on the information and you'll see all the links of all the artists that get played on the show and you can go and support their tunes. And so look, I should also say that was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters, The Patch Bay, Johnny Five, Will Lowe, Colin Bennett, and Rachel Buchelman. And uh, now what we're going to do is we are going to talk to Computer Magic, and you're going to sit there. No, I'm going to listen, because I'm, I'm excited for this segment, so I'm listening. All right, buddy? <laughs> <laughs> That's all right with you? All right, man. So here is uh, What You Playing, Dan's. Well, we're here with Computer Magic, a.k.a. Dan's, for what you playing. Oh, you know what I just thought of? What? <laughs> I should talk about Celeste, because I did beat that. Is that what you want to talk about today? Like yes, if, Celeste. I mean, a few weeks ago, you talked about, uh, you gave me a review of Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I did. The audience should know that we don't really plan these very well, so <laughs> it's sort of like, <laughs> the second we start recording, it's like, what are we going to talk about? So, what, what game do you want to talk about? So, I was going to talk about Hollow Knight, but I haven't beat it yet, so I don't want to talk to you about that yet, but I did beat Celeste. How do you spell that? C-E-L-E-S-T-E. Oh, like the name Celeste. Yeah, like the name Celeste. Like, have you ever had Celeste Pizza? <laughs> no. I don't know what that... Is that a brand name or is that a type of pizza? It is a brand name of frozen pizza that you could get at a grocery store in the U.S. Does it taste just like delivery? Ah, uh, no. Hmm. You're thinking of DiGiorno. I am. <laughs> no, but so, okay, so Celeste, I think it was kind of an indie game, but it kind of blew up a little bit. It is like a 2D scrolling game. The main girl, she's dealing with these inner demons. She has like a low self-esteem and like her, her other self is like beating her down like throughout the whole game and she kind of has to face herself it's a beautiful game just uh, aesthetically and also there's a girl who composed the music for the game lena rain who composed all the music who i didn't i had never heard of before but after playing the game i was like wow this music is so good who did it and i looked her up but yeah the music is really great every so often i do chiptune themed shows yeah and i think i messaged her oh really i don't think she got back to me yeah i, I just wanted uh, I, I was like hey man can i play your tunes because i recognize that name yeah is this game like one of those indie artsy things where it's a game but it means something well i i would say <laughs> like that's that's what artsy means to me it's like does this game fucking mean something because well, did, did you play super meat boy yes it was too hard for me but i did play it it's really hard for me i'm like still on the same level that i was like three months ago but it's kind of hard celeste is like super meat boy where you could just like die like keep dying and keep like trying to level super meat boy the story is like you know he's trying to save what's her name band-aid girl or whatever but in celeste like the main girl madeline like there's more of a story 
she's like trying to get over some of her own demons yeah some of her own demons so celeste she's the red-haired girl and her dark side is purple hair girl is that yeah are you did you look it up i'm looking at a picture now yeah that girl with the purple hair and then that guy with the beard so she runs into him throughout the game in the game he's like oh let's take a, a selfie together so the developer had made a, an instagram for that character with the beard which i thought was really funny because when you go on that instagram all the photos that he takes during the game are on this character's instagram or whatever oh, that's cool yeah it's kind of neat i like that game a lot and then well it's like super meat boy with like the bandages they're really difficult to get but like you should collect them or whatever so in celeste there are these strawberries that are really difficult to get but if you get the strawberry like you know you're really good if you can get the strawberries oh this company made towerfall i played that game oh yeah i haven't i haven't played that one i recall it being multiplayer you have four people and you like shoot an arrow yeah that's that's my review of towerfall (laughs) it's like four people and you shoot an arrow yeah man that's it <laughs> it was fun, like because I'm I'm a PlayStation Plus member. <laughs> oh, nice! Uh, nice. Yeah, <laughs> let me tell you about it. So anyway, it was <laughs> it was uh, one of the free games one month. I think it was just at a time where I just had no one else to play that kind of a game with, and so yeah, I'm more into single player experiences for the most part. Yeah. How long did it take you to beat Celeste? I think I spent like 30 hours, maybe, on it. Not as many as Xenoblade. It's a pretty short game. 30 hours is well, I don't know. <laughs> compared to the last. The game I played before that, it seemed pretty short. (laughs) I consider short games to be like six hours. I think to me that's a short game. Yeah. When I think back to playing like the Uncharted games or something on PlayStation and like those ones you beat in like 12 to 20 hours and that I would consider like, that's a reasonable sized game. I can't wait to talk about Skyrim with you. Mm. (laughs) But you've only just started. Like there's nothing... I've only just started but I'm excited to hear what your advice is to me on that game. It depends on your play style. I would love to do a Skyrim show, but... I need to level up a bit. Here's the only thing I, I notice about Skyrim. And then you got to review Celeste. But uh, for Skyrim, it's like you discover because there's so many options, right? And there's so many different ways to play that it's actually a pretty cool game to play again. I know it's a weird thing to say and it's daunting like to say to someone who just started. Well, because you can choose who you each different like character that you choose gives you a different experience of how you're treated, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And also you discover through playing what kind of player you are, right? Because no matter how I try and shape like I go, oh, I'm going to be a guy who's going to be really good with a bow and and uh, I'm going to be have ranged magic and all this stuff. And then I end up always running up to people and just slashing them. I'm more of like an arcade style player. Like I just like to run and swing swords. Yeah. When I first started playing Skyrim, from the very beginning, I was like, here's how I'm going to play this game. I'm going to be a wizard and I'm going to shoot lightning. And then halfway through, I was swinging swords. and I And then I realized, so when that game was done... It was never done, but I mean, like, when I was done with that character, yeah, I was like, oh, I know what kind of player I am. I don't use a shield. I don't block. I don't use a shield either. I like having two swords. You have swords in both hands. Yeah, I, like, I noticed that that's what I liked. For me, I use a one, one-handed sword, and then I use magic in the other hand. What I like is you have the quick switch system, like, on the console, so you can pretty quickly, like, do your quick menu and switch, So because I would always be healing myself. Yeah. So then I discovered, oh, this is what kind of player I am. I'm, I like dual swords. I like heavy armor because it can take more damage because I'm reckless. Like, I'm, I'm a pretty reckless person. <laughs> so then when I started a new game, I knew from the start what not to bother leveling up because I knew 
what kind of player I was. Yeah. That mattered more when Skyrim first came out because they had a level cap, but then after they, they did some of the updates, they let the cap go higher, which meant you could still go back and upgrade more stuff. Yeah. That's Skyrim. But look. But we should do a Skyrim one, though. Well, we will, man. When when in you a couple, gotta... In a couple of weeks when, I get, when I'm more into it. Well, it's going to take more than a couple of weeks. There's a lot going on in that game. Well, you don't know how much time I have to play. That's yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got work to do, man. You have a... I know, I know. But when I'm not, when I'm not making music, I'm telling you, I'm like either... Wa- I'm literally watching... Antiques Roadshow? No. Oh, my God. Only when I'm <laughs> trying to put myself to sleep. <laughs> no, but I'm like watching movies or I'm like playing video games, usually. Well, you're living the life, man. That's... Uh... <laughs> but how about this? Let's uh, listen to a song and then, uh, and then I'm going to get you to uh, review that game. So uh, here's a track by 7DD9 off the album Alternative Facts, and this is City Life.
And that was City Life by 7DD9 from the album Alternative Facts. And uh, we're back here with Computer Magic talking about Celeste, which was uh, a game you played on the Switch. And now I want you to review it. So, uh... So what's your review? Of Celeste? Like how many... I guess it's going to be stars, right? I haven't yeah. thought of it. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days. I'm going to give Celeste like... I don't know because I really, really liked it. I was pretty addicted to playing it. And it's interesting because I'm probably not going to talk about a game that I didn't like. You know what? That's always been my policy with this show. You know, because there's certain people who run like review sites where they'll like give negative reviews of stuff. And my policy has always been to just focus on what I like. That's a good policy, I think. But I mean, put it this way. I think what's going on in your head right now, and this is the difficulty of being a reviewer, which is what you are now, (laughs) is you're comparing it to the other game. But I can't. I can't do that. It's on its own merit, man. If it's it was a fun experience and it accomplished what it set out to do, then it's successful, right? It did. It accomplished what it set out to do. I don't really have any complaints. It's funny because I like Xenoblade Chronicles too, but not comparing it. Mm. I just, I was more immersed in that game. But Celeste was a fun game to play when I didn't want to like think too much. <laughs> well, the thing is, Skyrim is one of those games for me now. It's like when I first started Skyrim, obviously it's really daunting, right? You've got all those sub menus and menus. Oh yeah, like I have. I feel like I have to think a lot when I'm playing Skyrim. Like so, last I could, ju- I would just like throw on. I'm like, ah, oh, okay, let me try and beat this. But after you put in like about 300 hours into Skyrim, it becomes second nature that now Skyrim is in. It's in my top five. It's like my comfort food game yeah. because you have a big open world map, but you can always just press the button and it tells you where to go. So so you go to your mission screen and you say, highlight this mission. Like, you know, yeah. Doncaster Jimmy wants you to return his diamond for him. And then you just click on it <laughs> and then it tells you where on the map you have to go. And then you can fast travel to it if you've played the game long enough, like everywhere you can fast travel to. And then it's pretty much just go to the X on the map, kill a few people, get the diamond. The map will tell you where to go to talk to that guy again. So you don't really have to think too much. Yeah. So that's where that game is for me now. But Mario Odyssey is the same way. Like that's when I can just sort of pop in and just run around and get a moon. Oh, yeah, totally. Mario Odyssey is like that. Yeah, I would say Celeste is a game like that. It's just a very easy game to play. Put it this way, right? So I was playing like the new Spider-Man game, which is awesome, and I can appreciate, okay, this, you know, this probably took a team of a ton of people, probably towards the crunch time, they probably brought on like a hundred new staff to like polish the game or something. And at the same time, so I would give it a certain rating out of 10, and then I would think, well, Solitaire, when I'm on my phone, is like the most compelling game for me to play when I'm on my phone. So I wouldn't give it a one just because it's not as impressive as Spider-Man. It's like, for what Solitaire is doing, it's satisfying that need when I'm on my phone. Yeah. As long as it's accomplishing its task, right? Like, if you play a first-person shooter and when you push the controller left, the guy doesn't move, then you can be like, this game has failed at its task. Yeah. <laughs> of providing me a game where a character can move. Well, I'm go- I have to give Celeste a review. Uh, you know what? I'm gonna give it a 10. Really? Yeah, I think it's a great game. It's really fun. <laughs> I didn't know it was going there. I, th- I thought you were struggling if you were going to give it a seven. Like, what? 
I don't know. I like Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I liked it better than Celeste, but I think if I'm not comparing the games to each other and comparing the games to uh, games in a similar vein, like for instance, if I'm going to compare Celeste to Super Meat Boy, I would say that it's a great game. You could just throw it on. I really wanted to play it till the end. I don't know. I'm, ba- I'm bad with reviews because I just give everything. Like, I'd probably just give everything 10. <laughs> Like, I don't know. I liked it. I played it a bunch. Ten. It gave me enjoyment. (laughs) (laughs) I'm probably, like, the worst reviewer you could have for, like, a segment like this because I'm just like, I liked it. I don't know. (laughs) I think that's what I enjoy about the show that I make is that I keep on doing new segments and I keep bringing more people in. I always put people in the segments that they like That it's not their wheelhouse, and I think that's what's amazing. <laughs> so people listen, just like, why is this person doing? Th-? Like, I've got a segment with a guy called Marco called "Keeping It 80s." Oh, nice. Except we never talk about the 80s on it, <laughs> and like that's like a running joke with people. Just like you guys never actually talk about the 80s, and like we always end up talking about video games in the 90s. <laughs> Except for the one time where we talked about hedge clippers for like 10 minutes, and so many people wrote me to complain about that. <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. But look, Celeste, 10 out of 10, man. Yeah, why not? Why All not? Right. Why not? Exactly. Listen, you have a lovely, a lovely day. Thanks, you too. And it was, uh, it was good talking to you. And come back in a few weeks and uh, tell me what you're playing. Right. <laughs> Fucking right. All right. All right. <laughs> Is it very radio? Yeah, do that. Talk like that the whole time next time. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like on, on your soundboard. You should have like a soundboard and just play that. I should have a soundboard. I tried doing a live show once for four days and it just crashed and burned. My my whole soundboard was just. You ever seen the movie Scarface? Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I love. There's a scene where uh, the actor Harris Eulen gets killed because he was that crooked cop and Tony Montana shoots him and that dude delivers like my favorite fuck you from any movie ever. Like it's just my favorite. Yeah. Tony Montana shoots him and he's like, Ah, you can't shoot a cop. <laughs> and then Tony Montana's like, Whoever said you was one and then anyway and then he's like fuck you and then he shoots him and he falls <laughs> back in his chair and so that was the only sound effect i had on my soundboard was that <laughs> it's the only one that matters and that's the end of the segment <laughs> <laughs> i had a few uh, good soundboards on my phone i had a david lee roth soundboard and i also had a gordon ramsay soundboard nice they're pretty good you know what video is amazing? I know we got to go, but... Uh, what video is amazing? Gordon Ramsay, where they contrast him being really mean to adult contestants and him being really nice to the kid version of that show. Oh, yeah. It's so funny. Listen, 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 listen. Fuck off, fuck off, fuck off, fuck off. Get out! I have three daughters, Holly, Megan, Matilda, and they always cry in the kitchen, but they cry with laughter, so I'm not leaving till you laugh. <laughs> Good luck. You, 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 fuck off out of here. Fuck me. Get out. Hey, excuse me, madam. Fuck me. How about fuck you? You amaze me every time. Every night you turn up here, you amaze me. And that's well done. Well done to you. And well done to you. I can't believe just how inconsistent you are. Do me a favour. You and you, fuck off upstairs. Get out. Do you know who my favourite chef is? No. Thank you. Good luck. Come on, you can do this. You know who my favorite chef is? (laughs) You.
Oh, I love it. Look, have a lovely week. Week, few weeks. Thanks, you too. I hope you get caught up on all your work and games. Well, listen, I'll play some more Skyrim, and then I can talk to you more about it. How about that? I feel like Skyrim is like a few segments down the line. I really want you to absorb the game. All right, all right. A few segments down the line. (laughs) (laughs) What? This is the stupidest segment. (laughs) It's awesome. (laughs) All right, and that was Computer Magic. Always fun to chat with her. And uh, we'll be talking to her again in a few weeks' time. And that, of course, was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters, Trevor Resnick, Tristan Waits, Blake Peterson, Robert Wolf, Greg Smith, who we're going to be hearing from uh, later on in the show, Mm. Night of Ducks, and fucking Slunks. (laughs) And fucking Slunks. Yeah. (laughs) That's fucking Slunks, man. That's that's who it is. I was going to play another track before we chat with Euless, but... This one's from... So there's these cool guys called Hollywood Burns. Mm, I like Hollywood Burns. Yeah, and they make cool music. It's got like that, that French electro kind of style of like Carpenter Brute and stuff, but it's got the the melodies and sounds of like B-movie science fiction from like the 50s mm-hmm. and stuff. So it's got like the theremin sounds and a lot of like strings and stuff, but the beats are all like, you know, cool like electro beats. Yeah. I'm going to play a track from their album, and this is because if you caught them... Because they just put on their first show, and this was in France. I'm in the their video uh, during the show, like mm. the stuff that they project on the screen. I filmed a part for them. Yeah, I saw that, and they actually did that before the show. Yeah, so that's part of the thing. Since their whole vibe is like this sort of retro science fiction uh, vibe, I filmed a uh, like a Twilight Zone opening. He, he sent me a script that relates to like the songs they play and stuff, and so, so there's cool. like. I think I show up twice. I think, like, I'm in the intro, and then I think there's a thing towards the end. So it was funny because I forgot. I mean, I filmed it, and then months and months passed. They're actually really talented video guys as well because they do have a music video out that's really well. Like, it looks great. Cool effects and stuff. And someone tagged me in a video on Twitter because I didn't know that they had done their performance. And so, like, someone got some footage from the crowd of, like, me on the screen. I'm like, oh, yeah, that thing, (laughs) (laughs) which I thought was funny. I mean, they're only touring around in France right now, but... It's still fun, so if you go see them, you'll see me on screen for two seconds. Not that it matters. But look, man, I want to listen to this track of theirs because this is cool. And this is uh, this is Hollywood Burns from the album Invaders. And, uh, and this is Scarzo number five in Death Miner.
Scherzo, number five in death minor. I think that's how you say that word, Scherzo. It's like Scherzo. No, it's Scherzo. That's how you say it. In Death Minor by Hollywood Burns from the album Invaders. Uh, if you do get a chance to catch them live, if you live in France, you can see uh, you can see me in a little video. And wave to me, and I'll wave back. You might really. I don't know if that's how it works, but yeah. <laughs> Use your imagination. And that was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters, Ashley Keegan, Murat, Playmaker Media, and Martin Larby, the coolest guy. The coolest guy. That's all I came up with. So there you go, Martin. Now, he does seem pretty... Ari, honestly, actually, does seem pretty cool. I, I know him on Facebook. He's a, he's a very cool guy. Yeah, he's always around fucking getting wasted in different locations. I know, I know. I'm kind of jealous. Like, he'd be cool to hang out with, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> so look, man, do you have anything else you want to say before we uh, we go chat with Euless? Uh, honestly, not really. Uh, not really. I'm just happy to just listening at the moment and being part of it. But, but yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I, want you, I want you to go read a book or something and do like a book report in like the, the next episode. Ah, <laughs> ah fuck that. I, I don't even know how people read books anymore. I just can't bring myself to do it. It's just so time consuming, Andy. I mean, I'll listen to um, audiobooks because you can do chores as a book is read to you. Exactly. That's better. I should get into that. Yeah. I just don't have any on on hand that like I care to read right now well I think times have changed too though like I would like to it sounds like a great idea and that's what, what I would do because then I could at least multitask but the problem is I've got so many podcasts and shit now because there's so many good podcasts around I like to listen to Joe Rogan podcast Bill Burr as well they're the main ones really I like listening to yours of course there's a couple of science ones that I kind of get into I have to be in the mood I get into it sometimes um, but then I'll <laughs> it's yeah like, <laughs> it's like being intimate Yeah, you gotta be in the mood for science well because you really gotta pay attention you know, <laughs> yeah, that's the thing because I do I do listen to some science podcasts and like yeah. half the time I just don't absorb what they're saying, especially when yeah. they talk about like space stuff. I'm just like I don't know what the fuck. They're the ones I like. Yeah, but that what's like, I always forget his name, the Degrassi, t- whatever the fuck his name is. That yeah, <laughs> Neil cool Degrassi. That's it. That's it. That's <laughs> a cool black dude. Yeah, he's really awesome. He's very interesting. Yeah. So look, man. Uh, listen, let's listen to one more song and then we'll go uh, chat with Ulysses. Right. So uh, here's a track by Virtuals. And this is called The End.
And that was The End by Virtuals. And that's a cool track. Hey, you know, that was brought to you by my lovely Patreon supporters. There's Assy Dre and with the 777 Skywolf and the Ross Conian. You guys are all cool. And now uh, we're going to go chat with Euless. So uh, all right. you got anything you want to say? Nah, not really. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. Well, then, what? Well, no, nah, I'm just going to go hang a slash while you're doing this then. How's that? All right. <laughs> Good timing. <laughs> For all you people out there, that is Australian slang for I gotta go take a leak. So, uh, while Marco does that, I'm gonna go chat with Euless. All right. Well, I'm here with Greg Smith, a.k.a. Now, how do you say it? Just say it out loud so we all hear it. Euless. Yeah, it's a quasar. I didn't I didn't make up the name, so I, I could be saying it totally wrong, but that's what I'm calling myself, so we can fucking deal with it. You had never uh, typed in Euless into YouTube to do the pronunciation? That's how we're going to start. Why don't you do it? And you play it through your speakers. or Okay, here we go. I'm saying pronounce... Euless. I bet the Wikipedia says the quasar Euless. Oh no, I'm technically watching a Finnish commercial for what the fuck? <laughs> Alright, there's like all this music playing and stuff and How did you know it was a Finnish commercial? Every word is a short story. They're making me watch Okay, here we go. You sound like you got some real YouTube problems. Hi too. everyone. Thanks for choosing this oh video. My God. I'll let you go. You will see how pronounce this word. Just pronounce the fucking word! So to begin, you can just can say Euless. Yeah, Euless. They say it that way. Okay, we're done. Oh, they do? Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. I was just... That's what sounded the best to me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, send me the link. I closed it down. I want confirmation. It was a waste. Well, I, I didn't want to have to go through three Finnish commercials. How did you know it was a Finnish commercial? Was it like, this is brought to you by the Finnish commercial community? <laughs> no, no, no. Finnish, the dish liquid. Oh. There's a there's a dish liquid brand called Finnish? I, th- I thought you meant like, it's a Danish commercial? That's not a good Danish accent. I fucked that one up. <laughs> English, was, <laughs> edit that out. I don't edit this show. Yeah, it's great. The point is... That's what makes it beautiful. The guy was pronouncing a four-letter word and then I had to watch a commercial for dish soap and then I had to watch like there was a preamble before it started where it's like uh, arts and entertainment it did like this big like 30 second build up logo and then it gets to the guy like who's a robot voice going thank you for watching this video you can now learn how to pronounce the word you can say it like this and just like dude these videos need to be four seconds long like my favorite one of all time last year I cried laughing about this video I've I've probably played it on the show before I was looking for how to pronounce the word Gorlois Uh which is Uther Pendragon's dad alright so Arthur Arthur Pendragon's dad Uther and then Uther's dad was like a wizard or something called Gorlois, G-O-R-L-O-I-S. I didn't know how to pronounce it, right? I was looking like, how do you pronounce that word? And I went on YouTube and found this video that is, I cried laughing at it. It was so funny. What was so good about it? It was a robot voice pronouncing the word incorrectly on a loop. <laughs> On a loop. There was like an audio click, and it was also kind of unintelligible. So literally, it was wrong in every single way. You seem pretty fluent in saying it, Gorlois, so where did you get the real juice? Where'd you? Well, well I had to go somewhere else, because the first video I saw was, it's just a white screen with the word Gorlois in the center of it in black text, <laughs> and then the video is just like, Gorlois, It was Gorlois. It said, it was like this, it went, Gorlois, 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 over and over again. <laughs> 
It was the you funniest. You did a pretty good job of keeping that consistent and sounding like a robot. I'm not convinced that you're human. Well, it would maybe explain why I find that so funny because it's so stupid. My wife walked in. I was crying. Like I was <laughs> at my desk Dude, crying I, and I only cry laugh like once a year, maybe once every two years. Oh, that's a shame. I love cry laughing, dude. I cry laugh when I listen to your show a lot or when I see really dumb people on YouTube. It's great. <laughs> When it comes to laughter, all right, uh-huh. you know, it is the best medicine. If you're not considering sex as a medicine, sure. Well, it depends. I mean, like, <laughs> that's not me laughing. If I'm engaged in a sexual situation that evokes laughter, it's usually at my expense, right? I almost spilled my tea everywhere, but <laughs> <Yeah>. yes. <laughs> the thing is, like, I only cry laugh for very specific things, so it doesn't happen very often. Now, I believe me, I love those moments. Mm-hmm. And last year, I was stressed out, and for some reason, I started researching the lineage of the characters in our Arthurian legend, and I don't remember why I was doing that. Whatever relaxes you, man. You gotta relax. Yeah, I, oh, I'm not a very relaxed guy. And so <laughs> then when this stupid video happened, and this robot just started repeating Gorlo over and over again. <laughs> when you say it, I get pretty close to I just cried, and I cried, and I was crying. Gorlo, Gorlo, Gorlo. Gorlo, Gorlo, and my wife uh, is just Garlo. looking at me, and she's like, what is so funny? Because she came out, she wanted to know what was so funny, and I showed it to her, and she just looks at me like what and i'm like the fuck is wrong with you (laughs) (laughs) and obviously something serious but something was up that day in my brain but whatever it did it really uh it made me happy so the bottom line is uh someone made fun of me the other day because i say the bottom line is all the time and (laughs) i feel like my boss would love it well the bottom line listen listen here jack the bottom line (laughs) is get the fuck out of my office (laughs) well that's the thing someone wrote that they were like how dare they where they said uh beyond synth is my number one source for bottom lines And I thought that was great. I said, I'm going to use that as my catchphrase. I can't help it now. It's like a nervous You're tick. You're number one source for the bottom fucking line. Yeah, man. <laughs> or you just your number one source for bottom fucking. It just depends. There's all sorts of different things that happen on this show, and it's really exciting. That's what editing can do. You're going to edit me to say bottom fucking, right? Oh, I'm just going to edit you so the whole time you just say white power over and over again for like an hour. You just tried to bait me into saying that I'll never say that phrase, yeah. but I actually am not going to say it. So you will not have a clip of my voice saying, that. No, I'm, I can understand that. <laughs> what color is sugar? Purple. <laughs> Sneaky. Yeah, that was a good one, though. You could have got me, man. All right, let me go to my. Let me go to a notepad here and make sure I, and capital. Make sure I don't say the words <laughs> white or power white or. <laughs> Nate. Well, now I, now I've got a game here. Now I've got a game for the rest of the show. To but I gotta be real careful because <laughs> hey, because. Hey. I also don't want it on my screen, and then, like, the government sees these words. No, okay. God damn it, Andy. Just fucking go. Here, let's listen to a song, and then we'll keep talking. What kind of song? What are we listening to? Listen to? to you, you dummy. Oh. Because today, you are my guest, Euless. Uh, and uh, this is the first song you ever sent to me. You're like, hey, man, listen to your show. Listen to your song. And I was like, who's this? Please, please, please play piece it. piece of shit. But uh, I, I dug it. So here's a track. It's called uh, Remember Me by Euless.
And that was Euless with the track Remember Me. And I'm here with Euless right now, Mr. Greg Smith. Yes, yes, yes. Who is just sitting there, right? I'm just sitting here drinking tea. My pants are on. What kind of tea did you make yourself? English breakfast tea. I have this really cool tea that I, I take from work. Do you work at a tea factory? No, I do not. I work for Cox. I don't, I don't know what that means. But it's called Zest Tea. That's it. Zest Tea. Hmm. We have a zest soap in Canada. Do you have zest soap? Oh yeah, yeah, we got that. Yeah, we do have it. Yeah, they're like a green. It's a green bar. Zest tea is like super caffeinated. Depending on which one you grab, they're like they brag like this is this is more caffeine than a cup of coffee hmm. or two cups of coffee or whatever. You know, that's how I read it. Yeah. <laughs> People walk in the break room. I'm like, I'm gonna get fucking pumped on caffeine. What do you do where there's all this crazy caffeine tea? This is this just the break room of an office? Are you an office worker? Are you a businessman? Yeah, yeah, I, I work in an office. I'm a businessman. What's the business? Is this going to go on the show? Do people care about this shit? <laughs> hey, man. I like, sure. I like to get to know my guests. All right, let's fucking go, dude. I'm into it. So if, this, if this part's not on the show, I'm going to be like, wow, he lied to me. Hey, quick question. Did you snort that tea? No. Mm. If, if you think that I'm excitable... <laughs> I wasn't insinuating anything of the sort. Okay, no. I told you I, I didn't take the uh, super caffeinated tea. Oh, sorry, I wasn't even listening. I'm just pumped. No, you're good. So, um... <laughs> What was what was I saying? You're uh, saying you are a businessman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work for Cox Automotive. I am a client experience consultant. They keep changing my fucking title every three weeks, dude. So you know I'm pretty actually, sure that's what it is right now. Yeah, I work in client experience, so I'm just trying to make sure. You know when you go to Best Buy and you have like the worst experience of your life? I can tell you all about it because I had to buy three fucking different computers. Should we change the name of where you work in case you get in trouble? Down. Nah. I'm not going to get in trouble. They don't fucking care. You know what's actually really funny about all this? What? Is that it's called Cox. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. How's it spelled? Like OX? Yeah, unfortunately. Mm. I really wish it was CK. Yes, <laughs> I wish. Maybe we had like a Z. Cox. Yeah, you Americans and your Zs. When I listened to your show, other than the fact that you talk about being Canadian, but the, for like when I first started listening to your show, I had no idea you were Canadian, except for like a little bit when you say, what's the word you say? Am I really going to fucking draw a blank now? I've been listening to your show for like three, four years. I'm going to fucking draw a blank right now. Is it about? Yeah, it, it is about. It's a, it's a little bit in the, the out, out, about. Yeah, yeah. About. I'll say, I'll I'm say, doing it worse like, than you, but yeah. What are you talking about? About? I'll say about like mm-hmm. that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. I used to sound Australian. Were you like hit in the head? No. There's people who get hit in the head and then they develop weird accents. That's a thing. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was watching videos about it. It's really funny. Like, I just, I thought just thought you were insulting me at first, and I was like, no. There's all these videos where there's like these ladies like crying because like it's this white lady and she talks with like this fake Chinese accent. Oh wait. Did you talk about this on the show one time? I don't think I have. It's a really funny oh, video. Oh, God. Though. I heard about this, and I never saw it, and I would really like to see it, so you should definitely link it to me it's at some called, point. It's well, called... I'm trying to remember what the word is. I mean, and just, people are just going to think you're being super fucking racist, because it's like... Yeah, it's amazing. <laughs> you ever have a dream where you speak another language, and I'll wake up saying to myself, I was either just like mumbling in my head like... Oh, I'm fluently speaking this language, and I'm really just derping out. Or my brain has actually absorbed a decent amount of language that I'm not aware of, and I am saying things regardless of if they are making sense or not. I'll tell you what. The other day, I, I woke up, and then some character in my dream had a funny name, and I woke up laughing, and I I, I ran to the pad of paper and wrote down the name. What is it? <laughs> Okay, it was funnier in my sleep. Uh-huh, yeah, I got you. I wake up the next day and I look at this piece of paper that just like, has in, like this, this weird <laughs> scribbly writing. Is it Greg? No, there was a character in my dream called J- Jerusalem Slooch. <laughs> that, is, that, is, that is the best fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> I had to back away from the mic because I exploded. No, 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 dude. Don't you fucking take anything from... You can't. Don't try to take anything from Jerusalem Slooch. Yes, yeah, it Was it? It was Slooch, no, like S-L-O-O-T. No, how did I spell it? Like T-C-H-S, please. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was Jerusalem yeah. Slooch, yeah. Is it T-C-H-S? I think it was... Hold on here. Where's it's the paper? It's gotta be... It was O O S L O O T C H. I think is how I had it written, like slooch. Oh right, right. I, I don't know why I was thinking. I, yeah, yeah. That's what I wanted. That's what I wanted it to be. Just like I wanted Eulus to be Eulus. That's great, dude. <laughs> when you said that, I pictured like a little creepy elf that isn't very small. He's just like a short human. He's like, I'm. Just... <laughs> it's an awesome name. Say slooch. like it's like slooch is an awesome last he name. He sneaks up on you. He's like Jerusalem slooch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You just got slooched. Well, we're going to get slooched right now because we're going to listen to another track. All right? By Euless. So. <laughs> fucking crack. Here's, here's a song by Euless. This is Here With You. Hang on. Hang on. I'm going to get my shit together. All right. Go ahead. <clears throat>
That was Euless with the track Here With You. And I'm here with Euless right now, Mr. Greg Smith, a.k.a. Jerusalem Slooch. Jerusalem Slooch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a good name. How did you... I'm sorry I, I that I'm just so I don't remember the dream. I can't keep my shit together. I don't remember the dream. All I remember was I woke up uh. and... I had a piece of paper that said Jerusalem Slooch on it. <laughs> no, when I said how did you, what I meant was, how did you not think that was as funny when you woke up? Well, I like the slooch part. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, believe me, I know, like, it is funny, it's just... <laughs> it's incredible. Hey, man, what goes on down there and where you live? I live in Pennsylvania. It's pretty cool. Pennsylvania should be split like down the fucking middle the coast of pennsylvania is so different from when you go west mm. it's insane it should be a difference at least two different states you ever heard that song go west by the pet shop boys probably but i can't think of it off the top of my head i'll play a quick five second sample all right They wear funny hats in the video. I think that's all I remember about Go West. Oh. Do I even have Go West on my computer? I hope not. My favorite Pet Shop Boys, is that song a cover that they do? Oh, that's the worst when you're singing a song and you think it's the original one and then you hear the real one and you're like, what the fuck? This is not as good as as the original. And you're like, this is original. Well, there's a lot of songs that were like that for me in in the 90s and stuff, like the pop songs that I liked, and it always turns yeah. and it just turns out later on, it's like, actually, this was a Roy Orbison track from the 60s. I'm like, oh, I yeah. didn't know that. I mean, like, yeah. isn't um, I Think We're Alone Now by Tiffany? Like, isn't that a cover? Oh, man, I am not the guy to ask. I had the worst upbringing as far as music goes. My parents, not only do they not play music, they don't even listen to it. I find that weird. I mean, I'm a fucking weirdo, so fine but <laughs> fine. i mean but i mean but i mean like you just had an argument with yourself yeah <laughs> fine buddy just get the words out <laughs> you ever see rick and morty i've only seen the first season and i think an episode from the second one i can kind of do the rick impression sometimes and i actually find myself sounding like them sometimes when i'm not trying to god did you appreciate my joke because you are obviously you are a uh, a supporter of uh 100 of beyond synth and i made you one of them thank yeah. you videos. although i'm kind of have to scale back on those oh i love that thank you video the dungeon and uh, what else did you have in there? Well, the one joke was that you were dressed as Rick and Morty and I pretended that I didn't I didn't understand the reference. Yeah, no, it was that year some fucking person cut me off and shouldn't have. <laughs> and I was like, what the what the fuck, man? And they like almost hit me. And I was like, oh, if I go a little bit, a little bit lower, I sound like Rick. That's serendipity, my friend. I'm already a weirdo. And then on top of it, I have what I refer to as the, the Jeff Goldblum stutter. I actually just did it when I was saying what it was. You know, like when he's all like hesitant, like, well, well, the dinosaurs, they're going to kill us. And he kind of like does the... See, I sort of have um, the thing, like, remember when Jeff Goldblum and the fly and his penis fell off? That sounds great, but I don't think I've seen that. His penis falls off? What? You have not seen the fly? I should probably stop wasting time and speed up a lot of the things about me and get them out of the way first. We'll just like speed date the beginning of this. <laughs> I've never seen a movie. So, <laughs> not one. No. So um, The reason why I didn't listen to music when I was a child is because I lived in a cage. Yeah, no, I've never seen the fly, but... Oh, yeah, so I was saying, I feel like sometimes when I just have an argument with myself, just like actually Rick in my head, like, just, just get, get to the fucking story, champ. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Because a lot of people always were like, oh, you 
got to see Rick and Morty. You love Rick and Morty. That makes me want to see it less, dude. Well, yeah, I'm usually like that, too. People are usually wrong. I do think it was a good show. The problem I had was I felt like Rick was a little too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is definitely in the pilot. But you saw the whole first season? Yeah, like, it, it seemed to tone down a bit. Like, what I didn't like was that yeah. they, they would keep inserting these belches, like, after, like, every three words. It was a little much for me. Like, I was like, ah, man, like, does this character, like, tone it down? And he seems to in later ones. Every other fucking word, Morty, we're gonna, we're gonna... Yeah, I'm not gonna do it, but yeah. Oh, speaking of which, here, let's listen to another song, and then we'll, uh... Wow, we're, we're fucking getting him. What songs are we listening to? We're just gonna figure it out? Well, we're listening to all sorts of stuff, man. Well, here's one right now. This is another track by Ulysses. It's called I. Oh, yeah. This is my Halloween track. Do you want me to set this up? No. Oh. <laughs> you can tell me about it when we come back. How about that? Let's fucking go.
And that was Euless with the track I. And I am here right now with Mr. Greg Smith. Well, if you had let me set that up before the song started, you wouldn't feel like such a fucking idiot now because it's a Roman numeral, so it signifies the, the number one. Oh, I see. Hold on. We'll go back. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. I'm just, I'm just messing. Well, I mean, it, that is the case. But We'll I, go back and correct it here. <clears throat> and that was I by Euless. And I am here with Euless right now with the track I. <laughs> what were you saying? Oh, nothing. That's exactly what the song's called. It's like a Roman numeral one, but there's not really a good way to, to display that. At some other point in time, I was going to make more Halloween songs, and they were just going to be Roman numerals, because I couldn't think of a title for it. Mm. What do you think about that song, Andy? Thanks for having me on, first of all. This is awesome. So my question is this. Okay. Since a Roman numeral one is an I, mm -hmm. how are you planning on people understanding that distinction? I didn't expect any... <laughs> how many times can I say? I didn't expect anyone to really listen to that song. Um, I don't expect anyone to really listen to what I do. Mm. Yeah, I, I highly expect your your listenership to drop for this episode. Like, who the fuck is this guy? Next. No one listens to this show. There's no need to worry about the listenership dropping away, because first there must be a listenership. Honestly, as much as, as you attack what you do, I think it's pretty sweet that you've done it this long, bro. It's awesome. <laughs> well, I try to be sweet. Yeah, and then, you're, and then you, you mix it up and you change the format and you... I mean, that's the thing, because I'm sort of changing it up right now. Like, this episode, I'm changing it to be uh, interviewing fools <laughs> a slooch is yeah it, slooch is <laughs> slooch Jerusalem slooch it's also great that Jerusalem being in front of slooch really <laughs> really just drives it home like if it was Jerusalem something else it wouldn't be good if it was like try to think of another name or word you make it up if you want to do you put it in front of slooch it's not going to be as good I mean it kind of reminds me of I guess I don't know what I was thinking, but you know, like, when you think of, like, the yin-yang symbol? Yeah. Like, you know the yin-yang, right? Yes, I do know that. So, like, there's the black side. Like, now, what's the other side? Can't say it. <laughs> <laughs> but, dude, that was, that, you're trying. You're really trying. Are you going to leave in the fact that you're trying to get me to say these words so people know what the fuck is going on? Maybe you'll get me to say it. I really just want to paint you as some sort of villain at, by the end <laughs> of this thing. And if I have to do it with editing, I will, because that's what I do on this show. Listen, I'm rooting for you, buddy. Thanks. You almost got me. Yeah, man, I try. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. How are you going to get the second word in there? What, the power? Yeah, how are you going to get that word in there? How are you going to get me to say that one? Hmm. Maybe I'll just take the syllables from different words you've said. <laughs> What's the robot word? It just, I just sound like I'm a... Garlo. <laughs> yeah. Garlo. Garlo. I'll just sound like a robot saying the word that you want me to say. Hey, whatever, man. And then it wouldn't matter except for Cox would fire me. I don't want them to fire you. I'll be fine. I better be fine. Are they a cool company? Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, they're really big, too. But yeah, they're really cool to work for. Just when people talk about their jobs, I'm always concerned. I've had people on the show before where I would edit it out later mm -hmm. uh, because they said, uh, well, it doesn't matter now because they don't work there anymore. But uh, <laughs> Because of what they said? Well, they were basically just talking about how they don't really work at their job. And afterwards, we listened back and like, maybe we should cut that part out. Oh, yeah. No, I work. I work really hard, actually. Mm. I should get a promotion. We should just tell the listeners right now that we're having fun here. Yeah, I'm having a blast. We got things to talk about, Andy. I've been bothering you about coming on this show for a while. All right, all right. Let's not try to fool the, the audience here. I have bothered Andy about coming on this show because it's going to be a fucking blast. How long do you think, when do you think was the first time 
You uh, you said, hey man, can I be on your show? When do you think that was? Maybe 2016. I like I delete my old messages. So this is maybe a, when maybe when you delete your Facebook messages. I, fuck because it's too much, dude. They store on the internet. I'll store you. You can probably so store you. You fucking asshole. I'll store you. <laughs> that's, that's a classic at 1995 comeback. Let me go over to Messenger. Let me scroll all the way up. Let me just scroll. No, oh, there's dude. the Roger Roger GIF I sent you from the episode one. That's a good one. You need to understand, I delete everything because digital clutter to me does the same thing to me that regular clutter does, right? So if I have a desktop that's full of icons and they're not lined up in lines, uh, I'm not a fan of that. And I'm not a fan of digital clutter. So I, I delete everything that is useless. Do it, man. Don't You do you. I will. Doing me right now. So on Facebook, I've got 1219 I sent you a Blade Runner trailer. Hmm. You're, you're probably the only person who did that. <laughs> hey, man. I'm a big Blade Runner fan. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I messaged you before this because it says, this is Greg, by the way. So I guess we'd spoken on some other platform. I don't know. I get confused, too, because I would forget people's names. And so sometimes people would message me on SoundCloud. Then they would take the conversation to Facebook. Well, you're and- a popular guy. So you probably... You, I can understand you need, you need to delete your messages. I just... I, I sit alone at home and no one messages me. <laughs> I play Siege. If you guys have ever played that game, it's a first-person shooter. It's, it's the fucking best. Siege? Yeah. That may be why I'm a little fucking pumped. I was playing Siege before you called me. Did you win? Yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> no. what, what is Siege? Is it a multi-online? It's Rainbow Six. Uh, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. Oh, okay, was, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I was playing Rainbow Six back. Let's talk about some old school stuff. I don't want to rant about the dumbest stuff that I'm gonna, that I'm currently already ranting about. Okay, how about, about this? Here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to listen to a track from the Galactic Delivery soundtrack. Yeah. And then we're going to talk about fucking Home Improvement, the game. And then we will talk about Siege, all right? All right. Is that fair to you? Whatever you want, Dad. I love it. All right, here we go, buddy. That's fair. This is a soundtrack you made for a game? Yeah. It's called Galactic Delivery. And here's a track that I dug. This is Floating by Euless.
And that was Euless with the track Floating from the Galactic Delivery soundtrack. And I am here with Euless right now, Mr. Greg Smith. Thank you. What's Galactic Delivery? It's a, an indie game. It's real chill. It's a nice soundtrack, by the way. Thanks. It's tricky for me to play songs like this. Like, I pick the ones that kind of are the higher energy ones. Yeah, is, they're not They're not high energy at all. But it's yeah. good. Like, no, like, the sound of it's good. Like, it's, it's, it's a good album. I appreciate it. What's tricky for me is because sometimes people will send me, like, ambient-style music, mm-hmm. and I'll listen to it and go... What a great way to put my listeners to sleep. Yeah, but, but it's a weird thing to play during a radio show kind of thing. However, yeah. you do have some tracks, though, that would play on the show, because I think I did play a track from this on the show. It's like, they, there's some that are big, right? They're big emotional tracks. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard you play a couple, actually, mm. and that was, that was awesome of you, yeah. I also like that you've been including the voting the polls on your Patreon. Like, what songs did you like? I like that. Sometimes I, I don't, I'm not always getting, I don't always get the chance to listen to them, the episodes as soon as they come out, so sometimes I'm, like, late to the polls. Yeah, it's fine. The polls, like, with the Beyond Synth polls, so patrons of Beyond Synth can vote on their favorite tracks, and then we'll do, like, best of episodes, and, and those are... Oh, okay. That's what the purpose will be. Very nice. If I ever do, like, those uh, Beyond Synth family shows with Marco and Florence and Hoo-Ha, that's probably where those will go, although that's me being presumptuous. The polls will be open until I do one of those shows. Awesome. So it doesn't matter if people are late to it. But then I've been thinking about this. And I probably will take the polls down once I move forward with the information. So if I do an episode that has a best of track list then I'll probably take down the polls from those episodes because voting won't count for them anymore. Oh, yeah, that would would make sense, yeah. Anyway, tell me about Galactic Delivery. It's an indie game. Indiana Jones. Yeah, oh, Harrison Ford. I have a signed picture of Harrison Ford by my bed. What do you do with it? I don't jerk off to it. (laughs) What what movie? It it just sits there. It's from Indiana Jones. Sorry, yeah, he's. I got an Indiana Jones picture, and I was just like, yo, I'm going to put this by my bed. Well, that's a good idea. I mean, it's fucking signed. Harrison Ford's the greatest, so... It's basically, what, if I have someone over, and they're like, what's what's that doing there? I was like, get out of my house. Yeah. <laughs> We're done. You've told me all I need to know about you. Yeah, anyway, so... It's a, it was a real small indie game, and it was a really fun project to do. The developer, Yanni, not the music, Yanni... <laughs> The developer was the one who did all the programming. Are you sure his name was Yanni or was it Laurel? Yanni. I, I never heard Laurel. I never heard it. It's always, it was Yanni. So By Yanni, the way, that's I've, a joke for a thing that happened like 10 years ago. Oh, I know. Anyway, sorry. It's Yanni. No, you're fine. Laurel. Laurel. <laughs> I never heard it. I never heard it. Anyway, so um, y- Yanni Hajianu mm-hmm. is his name. He did the programming and he had the idea. He was like, what if, because I was making music for it. And he was like, well, I don't really know what I want to do with this game. It's like just chill. It's going to be a small game. I wonder, We wanted to practice putting something out that was just to publish something on Steam to see how hard it would act, like how many like legal loopholes we'd have to go through to actually publish something on Steam. Mm-hmm. So he wanted to see how hard it would be to actually publish something on Steam and how many loopholes and stuff we'd have to go through. So we were just like, well, we'll just make a small game first and, and put it out and, and see how hard that is. And he didn't really know what he wanted to do with the game, so he had, had the idea. I was like, well, what if we had it so it was like a kind of like a new song would unlock every day. So I was working within the, the constraints of having the soundtrack be chill, which is not something I, I usually do. I, I like to have motifs and hooks, and I usually like to have a lot of energy. So it was really different for me to do something 
that wasn't really allowed to pick up too much. I mean, I definitely had some songs where it picked up a little bit, but for the most part, it still wasn't an action game. The game is a chill, like, delivery. you're in a spaceship and you're delivering packages. It's, like, kind of like a simulator-like thing. And so I was just, I had to constantly remember, like, I can't have this pick up too much. It's, there aren't action scenes or isn't combat. Right. But it was really fun to actually work inside those restraints and just see what came out. And that's what happened. Those are the songs that I wrote. So the point of the game is you are a just a delivery truck in space? Like, is that... Yeah, you're like a delivery driver. It's an internship, and you have... It's like a 14-day internship. So every day on your radio, if you complete a day, it unlocks a song. And that's why there's 14 songs. The 15th song was a bonus track that I just felt like including in there, because I, I wrote it, and it was like a little more intense. It, it was definitely more like a Blade Runner-like song, mm. but there was like no intense parts in that game it's just a relaxing chill game so that's why those songs are so like boring and chill what's your favorite version of blade runner to watch the final cut Hmm. what about you I need to... You know how people do, like, fan edits of Star Wars and stuff? Uh Uh-huh. I need to do a fan edit of Blade Runner where I take Final Cut, but I dub in Rudger Hauer's line, I want more life, fucker. And that would be... Wait! That's not in Final Cut? They took that out? I can't remember. They change it to Father. Fuck, man! I forgot about that. It's really subtle. Yeah. It's not as offensive as, you know, like Star Wars changes or whatever, but it it is there, and I always loved the other line. It's not only like in Star Wars that it's annoying that they put in that musical number into Return of the Jedi, but what was frustrating <laughs> was because I liked the music of the other one. Yeah. The weird blue elephant thing is like playing this keyboard. Of course. Yo, you don't, listen, man, you don't mess with music. It's music. It's It taps into your psyche when you're enjoying something. If it an action scene has a certain song to it, these things go hand in hand. Even if it wasn't, like, the best song, well, Hans Zimmer says, don't use... I'm pretty sure he says this. I don't think I'm misquoting him at all. Did you watch his master class? Does he have a master class? He, he does, and I have it. And he says, don't use temp music to my stuff. He's like, I don't, I don't want people using temp music because the directors just get attached to it, and they say, write that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like, no, not gonna do... So apparently, I, I wish I, I scored movies, but apparently that happens a lot, and... and but yeah, what I'm saying is you don't fuck with the music, man. Like You have an emotional attachment to the scene, and these things trigger at the same time. I used to be in a band, and we didn't get too big, but we we got a, de- a decent size. We toured the U.S. and stuff, and we were a couple of years too late. We did like pop rock, but it was more of like a rock thing, but we kind of got grouped into the pop punk, pop rock rock thing. Hmm. And it was back in like, well, I did, I did it for years, but we started getting bigger and 2008 through like 2010. We, again, we weren't too big, but <laughs> please elaborate more with a bunch of sentences that go back and forth. Yeah, yeah, you can. Ed- you love editing, right? So um, <laughs> I'm not editing this. <laughs> I mean, we're big. I mean, we weren't too big, but I mean, you know, like we're big, but we we weren't big, but you know, we we've traveled. Well, we didn't travel, but we you know, made like, we're a, big, we made a couple million dollars, motherfucker. No, I'm kidding. Um, so um, <laughs> send me that money. Jesus yeah, no, Christ. I definitely did not. But what the fuck was I saying? Oh yeah, so I used to be playing a band, and one of the things that I would do. Were you guys big? Or not so big. Not too big. Not too big? Okay. Not All so right. big. Not so big. No, just just. Can you uh, clarify indie, indie the, the type of big? <laughs> you derailed me, which is not a hard thing to do. <laughs> so, like with music, when I, when I would write songs, I'd play guitar and sang in that band. And actually, I do it now, too. We can talk about the vocal stuff that I'm, and I'm trying to release next year in a minute. But when, I, when I'm writing songs... Tell me what to do. What the hell is this? <laughs> we, I said we can. I didn't say we had to, all right? <laughs> 
you listen here. <laughs> when I write now, I'll be I'll be writing something and I'll play a chord and I'll just hear something in my head. I'll hear like a line like, and it doesn't matter or whatever. You know, I'm just mm. making up some dumb shit. Do you like power chords? Yeah, I do love those. That was close. You almost <laughs> got me. That was when I said yeah. If you rewind, we'll have to listen back. But I felt fear. I said yeah, and I was like, oh, he almost got me. <laughs> What's that old lady's name from, you know, like the comedy shows, Betty, uh, what the hell's her name? I don't know, but um, <laughs> I almost actually repeated what you said. Do you like, yeah, that was good. But I'll, I'll play a chord and I'll hear a line and I will write a whole song around that line. And I and I feel like in most cases, a lot of the time, most of my songs will have like a chord that I play. I'll say a line and I'll write a whole fucking song around it because those things are coupled to me. And that's why most of my songs are really bad because I force... <laughs> <laughs> Everything around. Hey, look, man, I want to listen to another song, and then I'll. you can continue. Yeah. How professional do you think it is that I just cut people off mid-word? <laughs> I've been cutting you off this whole time. This is... It's like I'm talking to myself, Andy. This is great. Let's go. This is another track from Galactic uh, Delivery, and this one I really dig. This is Before the End mm. by Euless.
And that was Before the End by Euless. It's going to be a really funny sort of uh, a dichotomy of the music and you. Yeah. Because the music is sort of tonally one thing. Oh, yeah. And that I'm last the, track yeah. is sort of like a spacey kind of emotional yeah. sort of song. And then it comes back to you. just Like a 15-year-old that just had too much fucking speed. Yeah. I'm going to insert sniffing sounds into this, just so, just so there's some clarity yeah, yeah, brought yeah. to the fact that you sound like you just did like 10 rails. Should I have a <laughs> Should I have a beer? Should I chill the fuck out? <laughs> <laughs> All those years ago, and you said, hey man, you should, you should let me on your show or whatever. I'm like, oh, we'll do that one of these days. Yeah. And you always wanted to talk about... I did. Home, home improvement. improvement. I was about to call it mm-hmm. Tool Time. Home Improvement for the Super Nintendo. I called it Tool Time when it was on TV. It was like, Tool Time's on Tuesday nights at 8. So, what about uh, Home Improvement the game was so special to you? And how did it shape who you are today? <laughs> I'm one of six kids. What? Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of kids. Well, that's why I interrupt you and I'm loud and obnoxious because... That's the excuse I'm using. Mm. Uh, growing up, it was like, if you wanted to get heard, dude, you had to be dominant in conversation. And if you didn't want to be heard by your parents, you would have to be music. Yeah. My parents still don't listen to music. It's it's weird, so... What do they do? They just, like, stare? No, I mean, my mom likes music a little bit, but, like... It's like, do you walk in and, like, say, like, hey, mom and dad, I made music, and they just sit there, like... Well, so my mom's real supportive, and so is my dad. Well, I'm sure they must be if it's just, like, you play them a song, and they're like, holy, I've never heard anything like this before, and, like, that's a drum beat, mom, like... Yeah. <laughs> It's like they're discovering it all for the first time. It's the idea of music itself. Yeah. So my, my mom, well, in the 90s, I mean, she, she likes music definitely more than my dad. It, we, we would drive around the van because there was, you know, six of us. My mom would drive us around wherever we were going. Mm. And and there was a while in the 90s there, man, we would fucking Celine Dion. She'd be pumping that shit, singing the shit out of Celine Dion. Well, it seems like you've misrepresented her then because, like, you're saying as though, like, these people don't like music, but here they are singing to music. Well, now, well, now my mom, my, my mom likes music. She likes singing to it, but she he couldn't name you any classic music other than the Beatles and and maybe the the monkeys. Mm. She'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, I used to like the monkeys and the Beatles and this and that. But but my dad, like he liked smooth jazz, smooth jazz. Well, see, these people like music. Then. <laughs> he liked smooth jazz for a little bit. No, no, but that was it. He he literally told me last time I was I was hanging out with him. He's like, <laughs> I disown you, son. Yeah, yeah. I don't really like music. I was like, does that mean you don't like me, Dad? <laughs> and he said yes, and then I left. Well, I I dislike you for entirely different reasons, Greg. Yeah. <laughs> But no, uh, if if you were music, I would just not acknowledge your existence. So yeah, no, they, I had to get myself into music. They, my mom likes music and she's really supportive and stuff. But they don't they don't listen to music really, like not at all. So anyway, I had to get myself into music, and I was really late getting into. I know we're gonna get to home improvement. So mm. I was really late getting into music. But when you name stuff like songs and stuff, I'm like I got no fucking clue. I I heard most of the uh, classic rock and all that stuff. I got into not even into, but like more so even exposed to way later in my life. Just from one of the, the greatest jobs I ever had was my neighbor got a DUI mm. and I drove him around for a year. That was so we listened to classic rock on the radio and I read books while he was in meetings and stuff and that was fucking chill. Wait, what? Yeah, dude. Wait, you were like a you were a taxi driver for your neighbor? I was like a an Uber, but I didn't leave, you know, because it was he li- he worked for you pretty far away so i'd take his truck drive him to the office and it was like an hour or so away and then and he had to drive around a lot for his job too so i would like drive him from different sites and stuff what so what so how much did he pay you for this it wasn't much 
but it was decent at the time. Well, like, did he pay you as if it was a job? Like, you just yeah. had like a seven hour yeah, a day job? But yes, like, sir. Okay, yes, well, sir. Whatever. I read some pretty sweet Isaac Asimov books. Mm, science fiction. Yeah, man. That's that. Okay, so look, tell me about fucking home improvement for Super um, Nintendo. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was one of si- I'm one of six kids, mm-hmm. and I just never asked for a lot of things. I had a great a great upbringing. I didn't make a ton of money, but we weren't poor my, by any means. But I just didn't ask for a lot of things. I, I and um. So I asked for the home improvement game for my birthday. Why? I don't know, dude. I don't know why. Well, there's got to be a reason. That's a really great question. I didn't even know that was a game. I wish you were my father in 1995, because he'd be like, why? No, I would have beat the shit out of you. And I I would have thought, you know, honestly, I can't think of a good reason. Probably because you won't let me get the violent games. You let me get the violent game, and then I won't choose this fucking stupid-ass game. But I got home improvement, and now I'm a fucking weirdo. Thanks, Dad. What year is this? I imagine it was round 95. Okay, okay, okay. Let's just paint a scene here. Why did you think there was a home improvement game? Like, how did you know it existed? Yeah, because there wasn't the internet. You know, I'm I'm a little younger than you, but yeah, there wasn't much of the internet. It must have been in a magazine, man. It must have been one of those gaming magazines. Mm. I liked the show. I was a kid. It was fine. I, I liked Home Improvement because it was crazy. I'll have to find this picture and show it to you. I have a picture of me that you you would think is Jonathan Taylor Thomas. I looked just like that kid. Mm-hmm. And my aunt was like, oh, you're like Jonathan Taylor Thomas. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I'll be like, yeah, whatever. Just be myself. But if he's making tons of money, I don't know what, what it was, but I watched that show and I was like, yeah, I'm a little sarcastic. Fuck like that kid. That's cool. That's funny. The, the live audience is laughing. Mm. But I saw this game in a magazine and let me tell you, man, Tim's got a gun that shoots fire out of it and he had a chainsaw and he had a, a sledgehammer that knocked walls down and like sparkled. So you play as Tim Allen in this game. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, have you not, have you seen this? No. Are you just setting me up or you haven't even seen it? I haven't even seen pictures of this. So I see him fighting dinosaurs, dude. It was like Torok before Torok existed. Mm. Well, it was not anything like it, but to a kid that's opening a magazine, it's like, wow, this is incredible. It was like raptor-like T-Rex things. You know, they were, you know, it's the 90s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spill over. Yeah, raptor-like T-Rex things that breathe fire. And there's like pterodactyls and stuff because it turns out you're on a movie set. Oh, I see. Yeah, but these things are, like, fucking destroying you. So let's talk about how goddamn bad this game is, dude. So it's programmed, like, you know you know when Sonic, when you're slipping around on ice, like, ah, oh, this is hard, I'm glad this is only for this one section. Yeah. The whole fucking game is, like, on ice, dude. There's T-Rexes that can see you off screen that are spitting fire at you. There's pterodactyls that are dropping eggs on you. And there's massive dragonflies that are on fire mm. that have little fire dragonfly babies, and everything's just coming at you. And the dragonflies, They just fly through the fucking platforms above you, so you're not safe on a fucking platform like, oh, they can't get me down here. And there's no, and here's here's the other thing, there's not an end to the level like Sonic, like, dan dan, you hit the flag. That's my favorite part of Sonic, is the dan dan, you've hit the flag song. (laughs) And then, um, you have to collect crates. And just like Sonic, you like, when you get hit, you don't lose rings, you'll lose like nuts and bolts and stuff. Hmm. But... You have to collect these crates, so the level's a fucking maze. You gotta know where these things are, but you can never really learn where they are because you're fucking dying all the time. I was a kid, man. I was a poor, innocent kid. I'm getting fucking abused by these lazy-ass programmers in this fucking video game. If you manage to survive this, you'd be like, oh my god, I can't believe I survived this. I'm gonna beat the first fucking stage. A fire ant would fall on your head and kill you out of the fucking sky. Wait, so is Pamela Anderson in this game? 
No, I never got to a stage of Pamela Anderson. Because so far, what you're describing sounds a lot like the show otherwise. Pam wasn't Heidi. Pam was in that show, man. She was the first Tool Time girl. No, nah, dude. There wasn't any, any good tits or anything in this. No. Hey, man, I was just asking if she was in it. Not because of her body, but because of how funny she was. Was she funny in it? Yeah, that show was hilarious. Remember how funny it was? Remember how funny... Home improvement was. Are you baiting me for something? I'm, I, I feel like this is forced. It was funny. I don't want to say any of the words that you're saying. Mm. No, it was awful. Hey, listen, I want to listen to a song. Yeah, we should give the, the listeners a break from this. We'll come back. We're almost done. I'm almost done the story. Yeah. What? No, you're done the story. What do you think? There's more to this? No, no, it's gonna get good, buddy. It's gonna get good. Go ahead, start a song. What song are we gonna do? Okay, here's a cool track. This is "Fall Into You." Now, is this a collab? Oh, we're playing this one. Yeah, yeah. This is a collab with Castro. He reached out to me recently and asked me to do a song with him. Fidel. Nope. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, he reached out to me and uh, asked me to. He had like a, a riff. It was like a verse kind of idea in a chorus. So he gets in contact with you from beyond the grave. Yeah. And he's like, uh, hey, I'm smoking a cigar, a revolution. If you need clarification, I did this song with Fidel Castro. Ghost. He sent me a clip of what he had as far as like, the music goes. I heard some melodies, and this is what we got. Hit it. Cool, man. This is Fallen to You by Euless and Castro. Tokyo
And that was Fall Into You by Castro featuring Euless. Yes. And we are here talking to Euless right now, Mr. Greg Smith. So, listen, we've been having a lot of fun here, but we got to wind this down. All right, all right, all right. Right? Yeah. And then you got to go to bed because all this energy, you're going to feel Do it I in the morning. Do I sound like I'm going to be able to fall asleep? You know, it's like when you stay up all night doing ecstasy, and then you wake up the next day and you're completely drained of all the happy because of what that chemical does to your brain. I've never done ecstasy. Well, I did it a few times, and that's what it did to me. I'll heed your warning. Well, you remember, I'm like a 37-year-old man. I'm 33. I sound and act like a 15-year-old, but yeah, I'm 33. I'm just pumped to be here man so the end of that story is mm. this was the only game that i ever opened up the instruction booklet for and i open up the instruction booklet and it's just a brick wall that says real men don't need instructions <laughs> so i wrote the developer <laughs> a couple of years ago because i was watching it on youtube let's speed this up so I was, I was watching it on youtube and i'm about to close the video i'm like holy shit there's credits here mm. so i play these fucking credits dude and i keep pausing it and i'm where i write down every person name that's responsible for <laughs> And I game. systematically killed everybody involved with the game. And I googled all their names and I found this one guy. I reached out to him. He was happy to hear from me and I was like waiting. I'm like baiting him. I'm like oh yeah, so what'd you do in the game? And he's like well I programmed the little ant and I was like you motherfucker and I wrote him back. I was like that ant killed me every fucking time. And he's like oh I just programmed it to just walk left and then when it hit something it would walk right. And I was like yeah well the other people who programmed the platforms didn't program it to be a wall, so it would walk off a ledge and fall and hit me on the head, and I would die. Mm. Was it followed by a don't contact this email address again, or what sort of response do you get for something I was like ni- that? I was nice about it. <laughs> it sounded nice. I was a little nicer than that, but I, was, I needed answers, man. No, I understand. What's your favorite kind of Christmas? Do you like when it snows? Yeah, 100%. I think it should snow on Christmas Eve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those are my favorite kind. Uh, what do they call those again? You know where it snows on Christmas? I'm dreaming of a Christmas. <laughs> Power. <laughs> so look, man, we've all had a good time today. I feel like you really regret having me on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I don't regret anything, man. Want to hear a sweet fact? Yes. I have an NBA Jam world record. I got to submit it. It's on the internet, but I'm incredibly amazing at NBA Jam, the arcade version, which is way more dynamic than the console versions. But that's it. That's the end of my fact. That's a pretty sweet fact. Yeah. What's the record? I just wanted to keep it short and sweet. I wanted to just totally flip the end of this interview. (laughs) Right, but what's the record? The record was to beat the computer by so many points, and you have to make sure in the settings that you don't have... You have to make sure it's not easy mode. The people that have the record push the computer and then swipe the ball. I beat the record without pushing the computer and putting the computer on the hardest mode there is. The record was just on hard. So I was just like, I'm going to be a total cock about it. And I didn't push the computer at all, and I use an exploit where when the computer shoots a three, I found a way to actually like goaltend it. Well, I didn't find this, but I'm sure somebody else did. But I'm really good at swatting the ball out of the net before the guy actually gets a swish. So there's a, a woman that had, she actually still has it. I haven't submitted my video to, to Guinness, I should. Hmm. But it's on the internet, though. You can just look it up. The lady had a record of beating the computer by, I believe, 18 points. And I did it, but it's like 20 something. I don't remember what it was. I, I saw the video and I was like, I do that on my lunch break like every fucking day because we actually have a cabinet at work. We have a really awesome cabinet. So See, it's weird too because like when it comes to NBA Jam, like I was never really good at the game, but it was because like whenever I would play, I would always get killed by this like fire ant that like falls from the top of the screen. <laughs> So I could never I could never do well. But Gotcha. I didn't have that problem with that with this game. Yeah, but I did, however, find closure when I tracked down 
one of the people who worked on the game and wrote, wrote them a sternly worded letter. Me too. I, I gave them the piece of my mind. Yeah, and then I catfished them. Then they thought they were going to be meeting a beautiful lady because I catfished them. <laughs> They're just like, oh, I thought I was going to be meeting a beautiful lady. And I was like, uh, nope. And then I shot him. Murder. The bottom line is this. Okay. Thanks for coming on the show, man. I've done pretty good at not saying those two words, though. Yeah, man. Hey, yo, let me shamelessly plug something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got one second. I'm working on a, uh, a synthwave album with vocals on it. I'm working on it. It's a slow thing coming. But mm. It's coming. It's coming at you slow, but I'm hoping to have it out like next summer. So just follow me on Bandcamp. It's U-L-A-S dot Bandcamp. Or you can listen to me on SoundCloud, Apple Music, but I'm going to release some synth pop stuff. And I'm also going to do a follow-up to the soundtrack that I just did because I kind of liked doing that chill stuff. So I'm thinking about doing another, like a follow-up to that with maybe some more taking more liberties with having some more intense songs and other things that you might have an easier time playing on your show. That's it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Is that okay? <laughs> Are you signing off? Had a great time with you. Was stoked to be here. And now it's time for you to go to bed. <laughs> yes, Father. Look, the bottom line is, we all had a good time today. People should go check out Euless on Bandcamp. You know, I post all the links. Yeah. On the fucking thing, man. People yeah. find your stuff. Uh, it's good. You make uh, some cool tunes, and people should uh, listen to them. And uh, go play Home Improvement for the Super nope. Nintendo. Nope. Don't play that game. Don't I am do gonna that. Go, I am going to go watch some videos of you it now, You should definitely though. watch it. But yeah, but all, all kidding aside, your show's great. People should keep supporting your show. They should support the Patreon. This is a really great show for a really niche community. And uh, Andy's a super cool guy. That's all I got. Mm, and your check is in the mail. Actually, <laughs> but it's the complete opposite. But thank you very much. And thank you for also supporting the show because you are a, a patron of Beyond Scent. You have a lovely night. And, uh, and we'll uh, talk to you soon, man. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. And that was my conversation with Ulysses. That was a lot of fun. He's a very energized dude. So hopefully that all woke everybody up if they were all tired. Because that dude's got a lot of energy. And uh, and yeah, but now it's the end of the show. So look, Marco. You hear that? Yeah, what was it? A squirrel at my window again. <laughs> Fucking squirrels, man. Do they hibernate? What are they doing in winter? They're still around fucking eating nuts and shit. It's crazy. Yeah, but they do take a lot of the nuts and store them. Yeah, that's what I figured. They have to, because they're all gone now. I, I mean, I stole his, but I stole his nuts too, so. <laughs> no <laughs> bucket of nuts. <laughs> well, look, man, uh, you have a lovely day. Okay, I will. Get back to the game and... Yeah, man, and have uh, have a good time. We'll talk to you next week. We'll do. And uh, for everybody else out there in, uh, in internet land, thank you for listening to Beyond Synth, and I hope you all have a, uh, a lovely day, right? Right, and have a lovely day, everyone. See ya! <laughs> yeah, and tune in next time to Beyond Synth, the best synthwave chat show there is. Thanks this was Beyonce No more show today Now shut up, the robot lady's got something to say Thanks for listening to Beyond Synth If you would like to support Beyond Synth Please visit patreon.com forward slash beyond synth and don't forget to check out Beyond Synth on Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, YouTube, and Instagram. If you want to submit your music for the show, please email it to beyondsynth at gmail.com. Have a lovely day. <laughs>